This week, we're predicting Game Awards winners, as well as other surprises we expect to see at the show. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who is supposed to not have seen the GTA trailer by now, but the internet sucks. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, are you ready for Vice City? I am so ready. Are we talking about that first? I mean, I feel like, to peel back the curtain, Mike and I are recording on Tuesday, the day that the, the trailer was supposed to come out. And it is currently 8.37 in the morning. So the way it was going to work was we were going to record this episode. And then we were going to watch the trailer and then kind of react to it. Much more in the moment. I've now seen the trailer multiple times. I've had a lot of time to think about it and formulate like my thoughts about how excited I am. Uh, and yeah, I think we should just talk about it now. So All right, let's do it. <clears throat> what a... Uh, what like you know it's what a, a minute and 50 seconds maybe seconds. yeah <laughs> um and it's probably the only thing we'll see for like well the only legit stuff we'll see from rockstar for like probably at like close to a year i would expect um with the game not set to come out until 2025 but first thoughts uh, after 90 seconds of of a tease i'm excited for it very much so it looks ridiculous um both just in premise and like physically like i understand it was a a cgi trailer Mm -hmm. but i can't imagine this game is gonna look too far yeah yeah some of the visuals were were absolutely stunning with how the like light was hitting off of buildings and stuff like that, right? Like mm-hmm. some of the like finer details that maybe you potentially overlook in the past that are so in your face now because it's actually like a glare. <laughs> like you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> get the worst sunglasses watching the game. Um, and it, it, it's great. Like I, I played Vice City. Um, the like remaster. That they the that they did of the um the three games, mm-hmm. um I played Vice City like I think that was this year if I remember correctly, um and it was just so cool to see like it like super updated and then also just knowing that the map is going to be expanded much like how Los Santos in GTA Five is um like the San Andreas map, right? But then expanded upon. Right. Um I think what's what's kind of cool too in that regard is that, you know, in one advice city come out like two thousand and two or two thousand three. It was on the PS2. That's all I can say confidently. Yeah. Um I mean just thinking about how much Miami, which is like the subject city for Vice City, has changed too since then. Mm-hmm in terms of like both physically and culture i think is kind of cool and it definitely fun to see the reflection of that yeah it definitely feels much more like modern 
obviously. Um, yeah. Whereas I think Vice City definitely gave off the feel of like 70s, uh, like mobster type feel. Um, so it feels like it feels even though it like came out in the early 2000s, it feels like an even wider stretch. Right. Between like the two time periods. Um, and yeah, the, you know, I think the. <laughs> I think the uh, the creators of Grand Theft Auto and um, you know the idea is always to parody a lot of American culture, and so to have Florida in general uh, be something that you're putting under the old microscope. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be just. I feel like it's definitely going to be much more ridiculous than um, GTA five was with a lot of the kind of like side nonsense, I'll say, but GTA five had a lot of, a lot of craziness. Um, but you know, just a lot of gators. So a lot of like Florida man feel, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I think, I'm excited. I I'm, I'm really excited for the story. And I think we knew this, you know, before, but it's, it's seems like it's going to be like a Bonnie and Clyde sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with that kind of story, they're going to mix in some elements of like the Red Dead Redemption outlaw kind of, um, just kind of feel of the game. So like, to me, I feel like this GTA might be a little more serious than, than GTA five. Um, obviously they're going to have like some funny shit. Like, I mean, in the preview, they showed like a dude in a speedo watering his grass. Yeah. <laughs> um I I feel like it's probably gonna be a little more of a true reflection of how Miami actually is. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, be interested to see how many people see that as parody and how many people see that as reality. Right. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I'm 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 really excited. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like I definitely got like a lot of uh um red dead narrative vibes off of the very little we got from the trailer um so like you said almost more of like a serious tone to the actual like story that's happening although i I mean i guess like gta 5 had that as well but the i feel like the entire relationship between michael franklin and trevor was just very ridiculous yeah and yeah, I, I I don't see that necessarily being the case with um I think it's Lucille and Jason. Lucia, yeah. Lucia. Um My thing that I'm curious about is do we think you play as just Lucia the entire game, or do you think it's going to be similar to GTA five where you'll also swap to Jason at points? Yeah, I I'm not sure. I mean, they've got the mechanics of switching characters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it almost kind of feels like it's going to be you you play as Lucia ninety five percent of the time, and then there might be missions where like you're like force switched back and forth. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's like the it's like Spider Man one with like the MJ missions. 
versus right. Spider-Man 2, where you like freely, for the most part, can swap between the two Spider-Men. Right. Yeah, I was just curious. Now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see like which it'll be. I, I, I want to agree with you though. I, I do have a feeling you're going to be Lucia for like most of it, and there's just going to be like a few where like, oh, she's she got caught or she's locked up or something like that. So then like you have to play as Jason for one mission or something like that. They should make that a mechanic where like, if you get arrested as Lucia, you have to switch to Jason and break her out. (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. I think what would be hilarious since there's obviously so much negative discourse about playing a woman in a GTA game, which is so stupid. I, I hope GTA like, was going to have the mechanic where you could switch freely back and forth. And like, frankly, you could play as Jason the whole time if you wanted and do the strip clubs and all sorts of debauchery and all that kind of stuff. And then they're just like, you know what? You guys are being awful. You can only be Lucia. Just completely strip that mechanic out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm at the point where I, if it if it wouldn't make me uh, scared for the devs and the team behind GTA, I would just be full team. Let them troll us forever about this game. But unfortunately, with the world we live in, that's just going to to rile people up. So yeah, um, which yeah. Can't can't help but point out the fact that again the trailer was supposed to release at nine a.m. and it kind of sucks that like it was going to be an event and we had that ripped from us because of leaks and stuff like that. You had the whole um, kid who was either the son of somebody at Rockstar or like the friend of somebody's whose it's father works. He's- He's the son of somebody who works at Rockstar. Yeah, I'd seen both, so I wasn't sure if like one was confirmed or not. Um, but yeah, like the fact that like they apparently leaked a ton of like visual stuff like ahead of time. It's just like just for TikTok clout, right? It's just like it's it's just insane that like people cannot act normal about this game. So <clears throat> whatever. Um, that's again that's why i would just be like fuck it like you're never you're never going to get this game but the game never existed yeah um but yeah i mean it's crazy that like it's again december 5th we're getting the first tease for it and this game is not it was like confirmed not coming out until 2025 there's been a couple of like different speculation and stuff like that. Um, There was a shirt in GTA online that apparently teased this date as like Mm -hmm. on like the one shirt. And I think like on that same shirt, there's numbers that line up that would match with a 2025 release. And I think it's like April 2025. Was it April one? Yeah. There's on that shirt. It says, Oh, four Oh one 25. Yikes. So that's an April Fool's joke. They got us. <laughs> uh the other that was would be funny. <laughs> there the other was a um a banner that is flying 
in the very beginning of the trailer, it's talking about, I think, a club. But it's like 919. And so some people have mm-hmm. started speculating that September 19th, 2025 could be the release date. Which, like, a September release would be pretty par for the course for a window to release a big game. Like, that's typically when I feel like a lot of big games normally end up releasing in, like, September, right? So, but obviously we have no idea, so none of that really matters until Rockstar actually says. Do you want to hear my bold prediction? Yes, of course. 919 is the Raleigh, North Carolina area code. Okay. So I think they're teasing GTA 7. <laughs> North Carolina. It's going to be North Carolina. Let's go. You play as Trevor as a child. <laughs> I thought he was Canadian. What's the difference? Oh, racism. <laughs> <laughs> but Trevor is really racist, so maybe he's a Canadian who moved to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't like how progressive Canada was. So he moved to North Carolina. Oh my god. Uh, we need to bookmark this episode. Okay. For for the off chance that you're right and it's a prequel about Trevor's life that takes place in North Carolina? Sure. Or maybe it's his retirement. I don't know. Maybe he left LA during COVID. Oh, okay. That, yeah. No, no way. He he would be the, the person walking around uh, in the streets proudly without a mask. <laughs> calling everybody sheep. And then like curb stomping their heads. Okay, this starts out, and we're getting so off track here. Shocking. Trevor flies to Washington, D.C., January 5th, oh. 2021. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Notice he can't go back to L.A., so hides in Raleigh, North Carolina. Love it. I could see it. And then the entire oh, the entire it's like Mafia Three, where uh, it's like it's like cutting back and forth between like his hearing and like the shit that he was doing ahead of getting caught to have to go yep. to his hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god. All right, I'm on board. Rockstar, make it happen. Um, anything else? Anything else on the trailer? No, it was. There was a lot going on. Was. <laughs> there was. I'll probably watch um, it like three more times, honestly, because it's only a minute and a half. So. Yeah, I, it got me. I I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a trailer like this for a game and went. Yeah, that'll be it. That will be that will be the game. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's crazy. And usually, I'm pretty patient with these kinds of things. Like, you know, I have such an insane backlog, but like, I can tell you the day that game comes out, I'm mm. playing it nonstop. It jumps to the top. Yep. I yep. hope. I hope, because I'm assuming they're gonna go with they're gonna have like an online and everything again. I just hope online is working from day one. Yeah. Or wait, maybe I don't hope that. Maybe I hope they do a staggered release. I just hope that when they do have online, I hope it's not a broken mess. Right. 
like yeah, GTA Five. I'd rather get it right. I'm sure the story's gonna be massive. Yeah, well, that's why I was, that's why I said maybe I want them to be it's to have it staggered so that way my focus can just simply be on the story and and playing that because I'm not gonna have any control. I'm gonna I'm gonna want to <laughs> divide my time into everything. Yeah, I guess we gotta decide uh, what system we're gonna get. A PlayStation. Port. Oh yeah, yeah. Called it. Okay. <laughs> we'll play this crossplay. You know what? Honestly, there probably will be right. Oh, is there crossplay currently? I can't remember if PS Five did get crossplay or not for GTA Online. I'll have to look it up. I feel like it does. I don't know. I hope there is. I hope there's crossplay. I mean, I'll if I don't have a PS5 by then. I mean, I just want to get the platinum in it, you know. Yeah, I'm hearing. You know how I am. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I remember the misery you went through to get that. I know, and now I have it again. I have GTA for a third time, and I'm like, <laughs> should I go back and do? I think it would be really hard for me to go back and do the ps3 platinum because my like i like shifted my online character so uh, i would have to like redo all the online trophies and some of those are like a pain mainly get to level 100 like that'd be a right. pretty decent grind i don't think i'm even at level 100 you definitely are true yeah it yeah. can't be true um but yeah like uh when I when I got it for PS5, I played the online and everything popped right away. So I was like, oh, well, okay. So all the online trophies or every yeah, trophy? online trophies all just pop. Okay. So That's now nice. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like now I just have to take my time and go back and play the cool. and the stunt jumps specifically. The stunt jumps also uh-huh. auto popped because there was that like weird glitch and it like is tied to online as well, and you could just uh-huh. do the same stunt jump online. I remember this vividly, but I didn't do that. But it's tied as an online trophy. So when you carry your online stuff over it, like it auto popped. But um, yeah, no, I meticulously did every fucking stunt jump in that game. And then our friend Brock literally did the same stunt jump over and over and over again. And it like popped and worked. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I. Oh, so it's it must just be like a quantity thing. Well, I yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird glitch that, again, for some reason, it's like tied to online and like just like at that point, it's doing the quantity. But when you do it in the story mode, it is like different. There are like different specific stunt jumps that you're supposed to complete. I don't know, dude. I forget how it works. Dude, I don't I don't know. I might be looking up how to choose that because that is the only reason that I didn't. It, like go for the platinum in that game hell yeah you should cheese it you should get that platinum it's it's like it's, so worth it it's one of those things where like i don't feel bad cheesing it because the reason i didn't keep going in the first place is because i swear i was doing stunt jumps perfectly and they were oh, saying yeah I failed. yeah there were so like, like there was such like a I feel like thing about it. and it would say failed i'm like how do you know <laughs> meanwhile that you're upside down so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, you should absolutely do it. I, I'm, I'm still really like, that's, 
it's very lame, but it's definitely one of the platinums I'm like most proud of because all the story stuff you have to do too, like there's a good bit, but, um, it's all so much fun. It's just like, so like great to be in it for, for the one thing to be stunt trumps. Nah, screw it. You know? Yeah. I think you still have to do all like the specific knife flights or under the bridges or stuff like that, but those are obviously much easier. Yeah. It's just figuring out where they are. Mm hmm. And which ones I've done, which at this point, that is the worst. Zero. Yep. Yep. You're better off just like following a guide and just like going in the order they do. And if you repeat, you Hang repeat. On. Oh, well, now that we've talked for, uh, talked about GTA for 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, play any, play any fun games this week? No, I wasn't home. Okay. Um, yeah, literally played nothing. Was not home for pretty much the whole week. Okay. Well. Sad. Yeah. But. Nice. But. Yeah, I'm not going to be home for <laughs> another week, but um, Cyberpunk has a big update today. The 5th, December 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's apparently another, it's the last update, but it's supposed to have some degree of features and quality of life, so. Yeah, apparently you can like have hangout spots with your your uh, romance partners. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Who needs dating in real life? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I'm gonna take Pan Am to my crib in Night City. And I'm gonna. You sounded just like me. And then we're gonna kiss. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I kind of hate that. I, like ripped through Phantom Liberty and everything as fast as I did, but, like, I really just wanted to, like, while I had the time and, like, attention towards it to just, like, Mm -hmm. play it, and now I'm, like, fuck, like, do I... I think I'm just at the point where I am just gonna need to, like, play the game again and just, like, full-on commit at some point, like, down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I... That's something I go back and forth on, too, like, I, I still don't think I'm far enough out, but I would love to play that game over again. I know. Yeah. And, and I agree. Right. Like, I think that's the issue is that, like, I did play through it and, like, do all of it and spend so much time in it not that long ago that, yeah, I feel like I still need a little bit more time. I, it does suck because, like, getting the PS5 version, you also get the PS4 version, but they did stop updating last gen. So last gen didn't get like the 2.0 updates or any of that stuff. Mm. I knew they didn't get um, Liberty City. Uh, or wait, Phantom Liberty. Phantom Liberty. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Liberty City. That's, oh, GTA, that's also GTA. Brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. You're oh. talking about playing it on the PS4. Basically, yeah. Basically, like, I'm going to do another playthrough for PS4, mainly to get the Platinum, but it won't be the same as, like, doing another playthrough on PS5 and actually, like, experiencing all of the new updates from start, which... Right. Back and forth on, so... Yeah, I don't, I'd be interested to see how it would play on both PS4... Because you just have the regular PS4, right? You don't have the Pro. Right. Yeah, so I'm interested to see how it performs on that and on the um, 
I've always wanted to try it on the One X, and I never have. I think I heard it's not great for some reason on the One X. Yeah, I'm you actually think it would be. Yeah, I'm curious because I'm sure the PS4 version plays like perfectly fine on the PS5, but yeah, going back and actually trying to play it on the PS4 hardware would be interesting to compare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they did I a lot of work. times are terrible. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they are not great. Especially because I think we're just so spoiled now. Like they're still going to be light light years better than like Skyrim on PS3. Right. But or Starfield on Series X. Nah, dude. I used to fucking fall asleep in the Skyrim load screens. I'm dead serious. Like I would be so tired and like I would start I would go I would open a door and by the time I got into the building, I was asleep. <laughs> Which says a lot about my That's ability a- to just fall asleep, but also like <laughs> they were bad. Um, I remember like going over to a friend's house when Skyrim had just come out and he would play it. And obviously, one player game, so I just kind of sit there and he would go through the door and be like, All right, I'm just gonna head out. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a pack of cigarettes. By the time I'm back here, you'll be in. <laughs> we'll be 36. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to test that out. It's a good, it's a good call. That'll happen maybe in 2025, right before GTA comes out. Yeah, yeah, well, you gotta, gotta get in the mood. Um. All right. Well, I feel I owe you a pretty massive update. Um, whether or not you truly care is beside the point. Um, in case you are listening to this podcast for the first time, Mike has anteed up on a challenge for me uh, to get 69 platinum trophies this year. And Mike, I am now at 66 platinums. What? Pat- you said 40 something like <laughs> two weeks ago? No. I was at I was at I was over sixty last last week. I just probably haven't I probably haven't given you the actual number I was at for a while. <laughs> um under promise over deliver. Exactly, you get it. Uh yeah, so I got I know I, your game. I platinum foreclosed last week, right? Told you about that. Um mm-hmm. I did it again. And then I also platinum Stardew Valley. Uh, Shadow Warrior 2, Curse to Golf, and this past weekend, Shelby and I went back and cleaned up It Takes Two, and uh, one, remembered how much we loved that game, and two, mm-hmm. we're ramping up, I think, again, one of those instances where you get the PS, you get the game, you get both the PS5 and the PS4 version, they have two different trophy lists. I think we're going to play it again, um, potentially before the end of the year. But, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, such a blast. Like, oh, man. What an incredible game. Like, loved loved being back in it and, like, not even really, like, doing this, like, worrying about the story or anything like that, which is also just, to put it out there, incredible. Like, so great. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, just, like, going back through the levels, doing, like, the, the like, half puzzle, traversal, all that stuff, right? Just just such a well-crafted game. Well-crafted. Justine and I have talked about playing it again, but like switching roles. 
yes i think i think if we play it again i, I would want to do that and um yeah, i didn't even think about that we could play it on my one x and get all the achievements again there you go brother okay here we go i got you i got you um yeah so i'm at 66 which okay. again spider-man 2 i'm literally i have one thing i need to do there to to finish that one so i'm effectively at 67 but i'm gonna wait for that to be to be number 69 make it special um and uh i'm trying to think i started playing saints row the third remaster and i honestly think that might be one of them and i think show me and i are going to uh platinum human fall flat on the ps5 because that also got like a upgrade free upgrade and i'm like okay well i'm down to play that human fall again yeah so huh all right well i guess i gotta start figuring your trophy out i am now suddenly i am once again very confident i've <laughs> been been losing motivation a little bit um especially with like games that are leaving um, yeah like ps plus uh there was a uh there there is a a Gal galaga type game um but you are um you're fighting uh at the end of like a level you're fighting like a giant mech and the giant mech has um a scantily clad uh anime woman in it and when they take damage they start losing their clothes and it was going really well. I was having a having a grand old time. Um, it's just very ridiculous, uh, very funny. And but then there's like this like one trophy that I'm just like I just don't have the I just don't have the energy. It's like you have to like get through an entire um, playthrough without even taking a single hit. So and the game's like not that hard, but that like alone is just like not easy. Obviously, and I was just like I don't think I have like the time to like dedicate to like really really trying to be perfect so i gave up on that and there were two other games that i was just like no, i'm just not feeling it so i was happy i at least like tried them and i was like oh you know maybe in another life but yeah not feeling it not feeling it not gonna rush through it so here we are i'm back to <laughs> back to playing saints row the third instead which that incredible game. Love that game. Saints Row the Third. That's one where they had like the complete redesign. You and I played that one. Yes, because Saints Row Two is the first one we played. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, sorry, I had to work through that for a second. I couldn't remember if that was that one or the one where you're president. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Saints Row Four. And then you gotcha. like go into the simulation, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know. And like, I forgot how early into the game you do the whole like jump out of an elevator to like the rooftop while like power is playing. Mm -hmm. That's it's like, like first scene, isn't it? It's like it's yeah, it's, it's like yeah, pretty much like it's within the first five missions. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, oh shit! I was like. I don't know why I always think this is like so much deeper into the game. It's like, no, they really like from the jump. We're like, yeah, this is how this game's going to be. You're going to remember this moment for the rest of your life. And I literally, I literally have. 
mm-hmm. and it does not get old. No. Um. But yeah. So. Anyway, enough about all of that. Let's uh let's put our prediction hats on for the game awards, shall we? Okay, let's do it. Um. So first off, I don't think we need to run through every single category. Um, I think we can mostly hit on like the major ones. Yeah. Uh, and also, just worth calling out that if you're listening to this the day this episode comes out, the Game Awards are tonight. If you're listening to it any other time, the Game Awards already happened. So either Mike and I were right about all this stuff, and that's awesome, uh, or we're wrong about everything. That's also fine. Uh, either way, there's a very tight window for this episode to be... Um, relevant in terms of what we are trying to do in this moment right now which is predict so just throwing that out there don't 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 come at us with the smoke uh before we get into the categories i thought it would be fun to try and predict like uh like what is a surprise you think is going to be at the show And I, can, I think I said. Go ahead. Huh? I was no, gonna. Go say, I, I was gonna say I can go first if you want to like think about it. But if you have, something, I think I know. I think I know what mine is. But go first anyway. Okay. Well, I did see that Gonzo is going to help present an award. Um, Gonzo from the Muppets. Uh, <laughs> okay. So my bold prediction is similar to when Al Pacino said, uh, "I might, I may come." Last year, um, I think Gonzo is going to say a slur. <laughs> Okay, I didn't realize it was that kind of prediction. Hey, I, no, I said, I hey, look, you know. <laughs> My prediction, just like the odds are like great. Like if you put $1 on it, the payout is massive, right? Like much like if you would have predicted Al Pacino is going to get on stage and say, I may come, like, <laughs> dude. So anyway, what was your prediction? Well, <laughs> well I'm going to think of something more ridiculous. Um <laughs> I think security is going to be much more ready this year. Yeah. And I think we're going to see someone get tased on live TV. Okay. I'm down. I'm down with that. I feel like that's another like high odds guess because like we all know that security's not going to be good. Somebody's <laughs> going to get on stage again. Oh, dude. Yes, I Jeff, am at least going to go up to announce an award, except it's not going to be Jeff Keighley. It's just going to be somebody dressed as Jeff Keighley. Uh-huh. And he's going to get Hideo Kojima to come up on stage because that was supposed to happen. And Hideo Kojima is not going to know any better. And they're just going to steal that moment from Jeff Keighley. And the person in the Jeff Keighley costume is Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he then he says the slur. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> but Jeff Keighley gets canceled. Uh, right. All the non-games media think it, think it was him. Yeah. Even though it's very clearly Gonzo's hat and Jeff Keighley's outfit. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's <clears throat> yeah. You just know that something's gonna happen. That's going to. Um like take away uh 
Like I, I, I expect it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be like last year's Game Awards, but what was it? Um, Gamescom this year, right? When Jeff was on stage and like some dude ran up and like he was wearing a shirt that I think said we want GTA 6 or something like that. And he just started screaming into the mic and yeah. Jeff, Jeff had to like keep like spin moving him and just like kept like the guy kept trying to yell and Jeff was like, oh, this is a shame. <laughs> it's like the only thing you could hear like amidst muffled like yells. And it's like, that like that shit like makes me cringe so hard, and that's exactly the type of thing that I expect to happen. Yeah, but, I don't think it'll be as well planned out as the first kid who did it. And like, I don't want to give him credit, but that was pretty good. It was pretty seamless how he just like yeah. rolled up with them, and nobody like suspected anything. I do expect they will be on high alert. Um, so people just don't Say know this. people just don't know how to act you know people just don't know how to act anymore i will say this uh if somebody interrupts chris judge and whatever beautiful speech he gives if they start playing him off L- yeah i'll go to la myself <laughs> oh my god that was the greatest thing when they started to play him off and it just made his speech more epic because of like the music it was like crescendoing and it was just like this beautiful like orchestra oh my god it's just like it like it like was so much more moving all of a sudden i was like getting teary-eyed i was like oh my god chris <laughs> i didn't even realize they were playing him off that's definitely what they were trying even... to do I didn't even realize that music was actually playing. I thought I was just hearing it in my head. <laughs> oh my god. Um is there any game that you expect to uh to like see um a trailer for? I'm I'm trying to think if there's something that like we know is coming but like we haven't really seen much for and and a lot of people are under the impression that Xbox is going to have a presence in, in some way when it comes to a teaser or reveal trailer mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, you know, I don't know, like maybe something like maybe we get like more of a look at like Indiana Jones or something like that. Right. I'm trying to think of something that we we've gotten literally just a tease for that we might get like a second tease or maybe a trailer for now. Yeah, I mean, for Xbox, there was Indiana Jones, there was Contraband, which I can't remember if Contraband was, like, put on the back burner at this point, but... um, Yeah, I agree. So someone asked... I don't... I, I want to say it was maybe Jez. Like, um, Phil Spencer had some tweet, and... You know, Jez asked him if he was going to be at the Game Awards, and he said he would be there. And then in the, I'm trying to see if I can pull it up. I think it was in the Game Pass app. They're like advertising mm-hmm. for the Game Awards really heavily. Um. So yeah, I I think that's I think that's a a good, good thought that 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 might be. That might be happening, and I would. Yeah, I mean we have. I think we'll probably see a teaser for like Gears of War, maybe. Mm. Just to like, um, just to like nod at like we're working on this. Yeah, you're, I don't think you're going to see anything really beyond that. Mm-hmm. That would make sense, though. Um, 
maybe it'll be like how it was a couple of years ago when people really wanted a new Gears game and the Gears logo showed up, but it was like a mobile pop game. <laughs> yes. And people were pissed off about it. Uh, please. Please let that be what um, happens. That would be funny. Um, I, I want to say the low-hanging fruit is like something with Kojima. Mm-hmm. Always. I said that at... I said that at um, Summer Games Fest, too, and I'll probably say it until it happens. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know that that's going to happen this generation, so it almost, like, I think I just need to pick a side on that. Like, is it going if it's going to happen this generation, we'll see something soon, but if not, which is what I'm leaning towards, we probably won't see anything for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kojima's always, like, a safe bet, just because of their relationship could happen we know they're doing something so right yeah i don't know i'm excited though uh game awards are always fun celebrate um you know the 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 games that came out and to also get some hype for the upcoming year um i do find it really funny that the gta trailer dropped um no, I, I I did legitimately think it was going to be at the Game Awards. Like I thought Jeff Keighley mm-hmm. land landed that and again he was gonna get like overly emotional about it. Um and uh Jeff Jeff Jeff. And I'm just like I'm I'm lo- like I'm I'm a little shocked. I'm a little shocked uh that it was like two days before was when it was supposed to come out. It ended up coming out three days before the game awards. Um it's just kind of funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically, I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, well, I would be, I, I would be floored if GTA Six was also at the Game Awards for anything, unless they just simply reshowed the trailer just for people to clap and go, wow, wow, holy or the crap. execution of whoever leaked it. <laughs> oh, good times, good times, um. All right, shall we get into the actual awards, the actual categories? Yeah. Should we kick it off with game of the year? Should we just like, should we just give our prediction for that? Or do you think we should try and like <clears throat> skirt around it a little bit? Go go for some of the the more like specific uh, categories. Well, how many of these do you want to do? Like, um, I was thinking you think it's basically just like the first six or something, the seven, first seven. Uh, what is that like? Best audio design up to game of the year. Uh, yeah, or best performance up. Best performance, yeah. Acknowledge, yeah, Chris yeah, Judge. yeah, 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 yeah. Since he will be presenting the award, he's not nominated, unfortunately. Uh, yes, we can start. Let's just let's just go in that order. Then let's start with uh, best performance, and then work our way towards game of the year. How does that sound? Yeah, that works. <clears throat> okay, so best performance. We have Ben Starr for his role in Final Fantasy 16, uh, Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba for Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Melanie LeBird for Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn for Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. Um, I'm trying to think who neil newborn is specifically in Baldur's gate 3 because that game is like such an ensemble they don't have his like actual role listed so i'm going to quickly try and figure that out 
But that game's like such an ensemble. It's really hard to like say one person truly stands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a that's a hard game to get that out of somebody, you know? Yeah, and and honestly, like, and that's like not a knock against like any one person or saying that. Um, again, as I try to figure out um, which character he specifically is. Like, I, I think the problem is that everybody does a really good job. You know what I mean? So it's really hard mm-hmm. to just say that, like, one person um, stands out. Yeah, so he's Asterion. Um, and again, he does a really good job. But, like, Jennifer English is Shadowheart. She's amazing. Devorah Wild as Lizelle. Amazing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's really tough uh, to, mm-hmm. like, say, like, one person truly stands out. Because um, everybody does give such a great performance. Um, but what are your thoughts? I've only played, I guess I, I, again, I've played three, um, of these. Obviously I've played Jedi, uh, Fallen Order. So I know how Cameron Monaghan was in that, which he was very good. Um, he, he did a great job in that. So, um, I feel like I've heard a lot about how good he was in that. I haven't played that game yet, but, um, like I heard it was really good. I think for me I can narrow it down to three. And I would okay. say Cameron Bonahan, Idris Alba, and Melanie LeBerg. And for me personally, I really want it to be Idris Alba. <laughs> but my issue is out of those three games, I've only played one. Mm-hmm. And I heard that Melanie LeBird is also incredible. Yeah. Yep. And I kind of think I'm leaning towards, I kind of think I'm leaning towards her. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm kind of hoping she's the one who wins in this like sea of uh, like Yuri Lowenthal is like at this point, you know, if Troy Baker was nominated for, you know, uh, best performance, it, it would kind of just be like, well, shit, like, of course, like, He's always right. he's always good in what he's in, right? Um, and then like you see like Cameron Monaghan and Idris Elba. Well, like these are like TV and movie actors, so um, which I don't think Melanie LeBert is. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but yeah, um, I've heard her performance in Alan Wake Two is incredible. People are in love with her character um, and how she brings it to life. Um, so trying to like give some weight to a game that I haven't played. Um I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm in that camp. But stuff, I mean, I I could honestly see anybody walking away with it based on like the game that they were in and how massive and like successful all of them are and then also like Idris Elba having name power. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I love Idris Elba. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, best audio design. It'll give me ten minutes for my uh, game board site to load. Okay, here we go. <laughs> we got Alan Wake Two, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man Two, and Resident Evil Four. Real quick, I feel like Hi-Fi Rush is one that makes a ton of sense mm-hmm. when you when you think about it from the standpoint of like what it's doing with the audio in the game. Um, I mean, it alters the game, right? Um. So I'm like somewhat in immediately the camp that like it feels like the one that should win. But we also had what was it like metal hell singer hell riser or whatever last year. 
and like I'll sing right thank you yeah that like was also in like the same camp of like you basically like kill to the beat of metal music um mm-hmm. and that didn't win I forget what ended up winning so uh not to say that I think it will actually but like for me it kind of just feels like the one that should be somewhat of an obvious choice yeah I, it, it feels like it should be but I also could see like I'll be interested to get your thoughts on Marvel's Spider-Man because uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Even being on this list, just based off premise and like what I know from the first one, but maybe something has changed. But um, I kind of think I could see Alan Wake winning this. Yeah, I've heard that. Like there are subtle things, almost kind of like the Hellblade games, where audio is like a big part of. The draw of the game right and alters the experience so i could and, th- and that like you know i think requ- might require a little more uh design thinking than like a rhythm based game because you know sound is the point sure uh, yeah, and I think Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, and Resident Evil can all fall into sort of that same category where, like, the mu- like the audio and music that's, like, there, which I, I guess, like, it's hard because, like, like how do you differ between best audio and then best score in music, right? Um, but I guess, like, how you utilize... Um, I guess how you use the score in music in such a way to help immerse, I guess would be how you would like differ. And I could see it when these like games that are like horror leaning, right? Not like, I I wouldn't necessarily call them like straight up horror, but they're like, um, like psychedelic Mm -hmm. at points, right? Like Alan Wake too. Um, I could see, I could see them like all, um, yeah. It's like how you like, incorporate those sounds to like help immerse you spider-man 2 i agree with you it does kind of feel like the odd one out i will say that like the hustle and bustle of new york city is captured i would say in such a way that does make it feel more immersive right that you're like actually like swinging through the city and stuff like that so i i do somewhat get it but for me like i don't know like i don't eh. yeah it's 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 fine i i I would be kind of shocked if it won this. It does kind of feel like, for me, it would see it would it would seem like the obvious last place vote, but it is the only one I played. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm considering half the field are remakes too. <laughs> yeah, they're all all remakes or uh, or sequels. <laughs> yeah, sure. except Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. So hopefully, Hi-Fi Rush. Um. All right. Best score and music. This one's hard for me to vote on. Like I don't think I could actually give a good opinion because I haven't played any of these. Yeah. So we got Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Hi Fi Rush, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like, I mean, the Final Fantasy scores are always very good. Yes. But yes. I feel like my, like, ignorant opinion is I can see Final Fantasy winning this. 
Yeah. And to kind of add to it, uh, I believe Gene Park, um, he, he was one person who I saw like heavily in favor of the Final Fantasy 16 um, camp winning best score in music. He also pointed okay. out that the composer apparently like helped um, like create the score and, and the music for it um, while going through cancer treatments. So oh, wow. obviously Gene also having gone through cancer um, said that he like had like more of an appre- like it, it helped him have even more of an appreciation obviously because like he knows what the hell it's like to to go through that and you can only imagine right if you haven't right. um so yeah so i you know going off of gene's word and kind of like what you're saying where it's like you already know that final fantasy especially like in all these like newer ones are constantly um given like huge props for the music and everything in the game um yeah, I could see I could see it winning. Um having played Baldur's Gate 3, I'm just happy to see that it got nominated because I do love how the music um is used in the game and honestly, it's sometimes just like the same song um but they like tweak how it's done like sometimes it's like a like very like like magical like uh like female voice like singing like and it's just like Oz, you know, like it's not like actual words or anything like that. It's just like the tune. And it's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a very like soothing. And then, um, yeah, so I'm just happy to see it got nominated because there have been times where I'm just like, oh, God, like it like hits. You're just like, oh, man, it's so good. Um, but this is a tough one. I think uh, um, these are all games that I'm not like all that surprised, like even even Zelda being in here, um, like isn't too shocking to me. Um, but again, I love to see hi-fi rush and seeing that it's a game that's like so heavily based around the music that's in it. I kind of hope to see it like win. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, you know, it's, Again, the the one of the main mechanics of the game, right? So you'd like to think that it would get awarded for, in theory, having to put the <laughs> most amount of actual strategy behind it, right? But I mean, just sometimes, like the actual musical comp- uh, composition of games like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. or you know, even like you said with Baldur's Gate, is just, I mean. There's a reason why these orchestras go on tour with these soundtracks. Right. Now, 100%. 100%. Yeah, just because your game is solely based around your music doesn't necessarily mean you were the game that had the best music. Right. Um, I mean, look at, you know, and I don't know, maybe they won the size here, but like, I wouldn't see a game like Metal Health Singer winning that. And they did not. Yeah. I mean, like, because you're not going to sit down and listen to that album, you know? Right. Or or go see a band play it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Both 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 audio design and um, score will be uh, be interesting to see who ends up walking away with that. Um, could be the same. Could be the yeah. same, right? Alan Wake two and Hi Fi Rush both are nominated for both of those, uh, so that's where there's some overlap. Um, all right, best art direction. Once again, we have Alan Wake 2. Once again, we have Hi-Fi Rush. 
once again, we have Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but then we also have Lies of P and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Where do you see this one going? I really... So I'm, my three that I'm down to are Alan Wake, Lies of P, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Okay. Um, and I would like to see Lies of P get credit because it looked really cool with how they did certain things in the game, but I just don't feel like I heard anybody talking about it. Okay. Um, so I kind of think this is going to go to Alan Wake 2. But I do want to call out that the art direction in Super Mario Bros. Wonder is what made this its own Mario game. Yep. So the fact that that is how they established that with all the different, like, I mean, the different art in each level changed the game. Yeah. Yeah, for for so, what you're saying, exactly, is is why I actually think Super Mario Bros. Wonder is going to win this category. I think the fact that like you have such a long-standing franchise and to like make in some ways subtle, but then in some ways massive changes. Like we're talking like even down to like how they like um I mean just the style, right? Like the style of mm-hmm. them is finally like different um for a 3D or uh I guess not it's not 3D. Uh but like for a new Mario game, right? They've they've been like the same character model since, right? I feel like the Wii, yeah. and like then the handhelds were all like that that same model and stuff. So regardless, seeing that all updated and then like how they interact with the world, um, as well, and and how like the world adapts, kind of like to what you're saying, and then each level has that like, um, uh. I don't know what you call that, like, inverse thing where it, like, shakes up the level and suddenly you're moving around like a blob and all this other stuff. It's, like, it's such a shakeup and it's, it's it's such, like, a, it's such a, to use the word in the title, it's such a different direction in so many ways for the Mario game to go that I feel like it it'll earn a lot of credit for that and kind of be boosted by the fact that it's a longstanding, um, franchise that i really do see it running away with it i wouldn't be surprised if lies of p did because it like is like a it is like a a souls born style so like you know there's like the 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 world and everything is just like you had some monstrosities and stuff like that and and everything visually like kind of what you were saying has always looked really good about it since they first teased it but yeah it does feel like hasn't been talked about quite enough and maybe we're just not in the right circles for it but could be um but i also feel like if we haven't heard about it it's not gonna be one of those games that right is going to win something like this because you know and i don't i don't consider us the the most um integrated into the games committee when you look at like a lot of other media sites and some other people who are just like analyzing everything they have time to play everything you know or like the every 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 day gamer podcast and uh, i feel like to win an award that holds some weight is if you get to people like us yeah um yeah i i, I do hope that super mario bros wonder 
wins. I mean, that was a huge risk for them. Mm -hmm. And I think they just did it so well that they're deserving of that recognition. Yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, I think any of these, like, these are all really, really solid uh, nominations. So mm -hmm. it'll be cool to see who wins here. Um. All right. Let's see. We are down to, I believe, the final three. We've got best narrative, then we have best game direction, and then we have game of the year. So going to best narrative, which I think there's some overlap um, with game of the year. Yeah. Decent. Uh, we got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Um, interesting group. It's interesting to see a DLC uh, get mm -hmm. added. I think that kind of helps showcase truly how like big the DLC was um, for Cyberpunk. Uh, but ultimately, what, what do you see walking away with best narrative? I think it could be anything but Spider-Man. Okay. And not because Spider-Man's narrative is bad, but because it's it's Spider-Man. You know, we've seen it. Um, man, I I really don't know. I would love to hear your thoughts on Baldur's Gate and the narrative in that. Yeah, so I mean, Baldur's Gate's an interesting one, right? Because like, in it's so a many based game, in so well, in so many ways though, you like can reshape the narrative. So like, mm. not everybody's experience is going to be the same, but how they build out the different paths and everything is definitely an absolute masterclass. Um, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely worthy of being up here i almost think though something that is doesn't necessarily have to be linear but a little more in the vein of like a cyberpunk or alan wake where it's like in cyberpunk you have an open world but like if you just simply like go mission to mission it's going to be pretty much the same like you do have some choices in there that are going to like change stuff up but overall like how they built out that story and everything <clears throat> was one extremely well done um and yeah it's like it's like a little bit more um straight line thinking i feel like when it comes to an award like this uh which i feel like is maybe helpful but yeah i mean if that's the case and i think i'm realizing in this conversation i probably said a lot of sweet that i should really play alan week too yes but i think in terms of straight narrative uh, you know, that, I think that game might take this one. Yeah. And that, but when you look at it, it says for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game, I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, again, does check the boxes. So I, 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 I do feel like it's going to come down to one of the <coughs> GOATI nominees in Alan Wake 2 or Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Um. Okay. Best game direction. Penultimate. Before we talk about game of the year. Best game direction we have, I think all game of the year nominees. It's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and, excuse me, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, 
awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design is what this award stands for. What do we think? I mean, I think based solely off of that description alone, like, if I hear that and close my eyes, I'm thinking Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I was thinking the same thing. That's so fun. I literally was thinking the same thing. I mean, they took an existing game like... So here's here's my thing. Alan Wake 2, like, we've, we've just... We've seen games like that before. Mm-hmm. Okay, Spider-Man 2. You know, I, I would say that's close enough to the other Spider-Man games that we've seen it before. If this was the first um, Spider-Man, then I think it's, sure, like, like, it's, yeah. it's like up there, right? Like, it's like, okay, there's a bit of a battle here. But, but I don't want to discount it too much because I think being able to like switch back and forth between the two, um, two characters is, uh, and how seamlessly the game does it. Sure. Um, you know, not that we haven't seen that again, like in games like GTA Five, but I would say how seamless it is uh, has a lot to say. Um, and then Tears of the Kingdom, like from what I've seen from that game. Yes, they they innovated with like the building and crafting and such, but like the base game is just um whatever the last one was. Breath of the Wild. You know, Breath of the Wild, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then just like some building mechanics. So that doesn't really feel very innovative to me. Yeah. Um so for me and, and I think with Baldur's Gate 3, there's such a, there's a, an element of chance in that game, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is, um, for the type of game that it is, pretty innovative and, and new. But, man, to, to take Mario and, and do what they did with it, yeah. I, I think that's got to win this for me. Yeah, I'm definitely between... Baldur's Gate 3 and Mario but yeah when I when I read the description it's just like yeah I kind of like sit here and I'm like I feel like that's describing what Mario did so well like to take you know it's what we were talking about with like the art design right where it's like to take a game that's been so long standing take a franchise like that that has gone through iterations of change and stuff like that but to have like the amount of sweeping changes that it had um and to be as creative as they were again each level has like a different like uh like like anti-world that you go into and like have to like traverse in a different way and all this other stuff is just like so incredible Mm -hmm. that yeah i i feel like I, i mean again wouldn't be surprised if it goes to really any of these of course um it's just how an award show goes, but like, you know, Baldur's Gate three, I would be like, okay, but man, anything else outside of Mario, I'm kind of like, really, I just feel like Mario was like the obvious choice. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I think that's got to be it. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. Um. Okay. So here it is. Drum roll. Game of the year. We've got. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, a lot of numbers, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder, uh, and Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And 
I think for me, it's very obvious. Um, so the award, again, to, to clarify, recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. It's nominated for a lot of different things. I don't necessarily think it's going to sweep and win all of those. Um, but I do think Baldur's Gate 3... Um, for a lot of ways that it mirrors Elden Ring and um, what was another game that won like Game of the Year recently that like just it just had a death grip right on the gaming industry is basically what I'm getting at. Um, it's widely recognized to do all everything that it does. It does extremely well. It may not necessarily mm -hmm. be the best, and I think that's kind of the beauty of having like different awards categories is is when a game of the year doesn't just sweep all the other categories but but winning game of the year truly shows how it managed to do everything well right like it was a 95 in every single category and some of those categories had something that was 100 but they were a, an 85 at everything else right things like that whatever um i i think it's going to go to Baldur's Gate 3 it's 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 a very well-crafted it's a, a masterful game um and it just does it just does so much so well that uh, i think with how it's kind of had a death grip on the gaming industry it's kind of the clear winner for game of the year i'm really glad you went first in this section because i i actually think because we went in the order that we did here mm -hmm. i was kind of realizing as we went that i was like I don't know that Baldur's Gate 3 is the game of the year <laughs> because it's not like to me it's not going to take a lot of the other subcategories which you were touching on but I mm -hmm. think the point that you made is the most that's the most profound is that it doesn't need to right it's got to be good at a lot of things not necessarily the best right um you know hence why maybe we see like Hi-Fi Rush not up here nominated for a lot of stuff but it's it's on paper really good at one or two things. Um, you know, it's not necessarily innovating on games as you know at large. Um, because going into this, my my easy vote was Baldur's Gate Three. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say that I, I believe that's what's going to win Game of the Year. But it's just interesting, you know, we go back, replay this conversation we just had. And for me personally, I had Alan Wake taking a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I would not be shocked if it won. Um, same with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of praise for that game. Would not be shocked if it won. Yeah, I, I agree. But like you said, you think back about what of these six games had a death grip on the industry. And it was by far Baldur's Gate 3. And it's like not the perfect example, but if you even just look at last year, right? Like for these same categories, um, <laughs> it was it was 50-50. Um, but, but Elden Ring didn't just win all of these categories. Elden Ring won Game of the Year, but then... It won, let me look, it won 
I believe it was best game direction, but then God of War won best narrative and then best art direction went to Elden Ring, best score and music and best audio design both went to God of War. So it's like, and I don't know, I can't see if Elden Ring was nominated for each of the ones that God of War won and I can't see if God of War was nominated for each of the ones that Elden Ring won, but my assumption mm-hmm. is it was. Uh, and they were both, you know, obviously massive games in their own right. I think this year, again, the the proof is that there are so many great games this year to showcase that. Like, I don't think, I think we might potentially see a different winner for each of these categories. And I think that is great for gaming. Like, I think that is great for like, you know, competition and like striving to be truly the best and all this other stuff. And like honing your craft and and being great and not just like throwing in the towel because you had to go up against GTA, you know, or, or a game of that magnitude. Right. Um, for me, when it comes to game of the year, you, you you said Baldur's Gate, you said Alan Wake, you said Super Mario. I think for me, what it comes down to is, I'll be I'll be shocked if Spider Man, Resident Evil, or T- Tears of the Kingdom wins. If anything, I'll be a little disappointed as well, um, based on just the conversation we've had. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited to see how it all shakes out. I think it's a good representation of the year. Yes, exactly. Which is great. So, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a good show. And I'm, I'm honestly at the point where I like, I, I really hope that, like, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to go back real quick to see like how many. I do think Baldur's Gate is nominated for most of the categories that we said. Uh, I may not have been for best audio design, but then it might have been for just about every other one. Um, and yeah, I kind of hope it doesn't just sweep all of those. And I don't think it should, right? Based off of what yeah. we've said. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it shakes out. But I do hope I do hope uh, we see a lot of like uh, different winners for each of the categories. And um, yeah, to, to really, you know, give everybody their flowers, if you will. Yeah, I agree. Um, any final predictions for... The game awards no i don't i don't think so but i feel like there is at least you know something big cooking there well next week we'll talk about whatever that big thing is sure will uh, and we'll also break down the winners any surprises stuff like that from the show uh yeah thank you all so much for listening i'm excited to see how we did on these major categories i sure right now maybe i will quickly go back and write down what our answers were um for each to see how we end up doing for these major categories. But yeah, as always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, if you could do us a favor, leave us a rating or a review wherever you do listen to this podcast, it'd be greatly appreciated. Um, other than that, if you could share the podcast with a friend, that would also be huge. And we'll talk about the game awards and all that happened. And that crazy moment with Gonzo next week. <laughs>